You're listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number 16. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Hi, everybody. Um, I am so glad that we are actually doing a podcast today. This podcast has been a little difficult to start, and it has all been my fault. (laughs) The flu found me, and it did not let go. But nothing can stop two women like me and the amazing Sue Sparks from Munchkin Munchies. Hi, Sue. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm so glad that this podcast is actually happening because we both, you know, have just, we live, we're grandmothers. We live really busy lives. And I'm about as non-techie as you can get, so I'm glad it worked. (laughs) Well, for those of you that know me, know that I am not the most technical person in the world, and I had to call my favorite sound guy, TC, (laughs) and he helped us put this together because we've been sitting here for a while trying to figure out what we have done wrong. And of course, the fault was mine. TC fixed it, and now we're going to talk to you about cookies. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so... How long have you been decorating cookies? I've always wanted to ask you that because you have the most amazing ideas. Hmm. Probably since, well, just pretty much since I started the blog, which was, I think it was 2009. So I didn't really do it before then. I I just kind of started baking because I really have always liked to bake. And then it kind of segued into zeroing in on cookies. Well, like how did you find a recipe that you were going to use? Did you just try one from somewhere or did you have one or? I didn't have one. I looked online and I still use it and it's called like the no, no fail um, sugar cookie recipe. I've seen that recipe. Yeah. I saw it and I, and I printed it out and I put it in a little binder and, um, I kind of, I have it memorized finally after all these years. It's not that hard, but so that's the one I still use. I sometimes want to use different ones because I don't know. I see some cookies that look a little softer or this and that, but I still use that. If you like it and you like the taste of it, why change? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Do you remember the first cookie that you ever made? Oh my goodness. The first cookie that I ever made and decorated oh I cannot really remember except (laughs) when I look at the blog I guess that the first one of the first ones I made was a mother's day just a couple of mother's day cookies like a little teapot maybe and um hearts and they were like lavender and pink and and that was it sometimes I look at those cookies and I think I look about the same. <laughs> I don't feel like I've progressed that much, but a little bit I have. I've learned some little tricks, but your so. cookies are beautiful. I was looking at your um, Facebook a few minutes ago, and I saw the alligator head that you made, and you colored the dough green. Oh my gosh, those are so cute! <laughs> yeah, that's that. I I like to do that sometimes. The the dough green because kind of gives you a head start and yeah. it's pretty easy and fun. Then you just get to the fun part, which is the details. So I think that's really cute. What what is your? This is a hard one for me when people ask me this, but I know which one it is now that I've thought about it. But what's the favorite cookie you've ever made? Hmm. 
the favorite cookie I've ever made. I had a lot of fun with the, uh, I don't know, the, the, or the Russian way to say it, but the Mitroshka um, or the, the Babushka doll, the 3D yes. with a little, and then I put a little one in the middle. So I made it, um, I did it a stack of three, and then I, I put a little tiny one in the middle for when they, they opened the cookie, it would have that. And I painted those ones. So they were really, it was really fun. It was fun for me. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed those a lot. That was one of my favorites. I like it. I don't think I can go on Pinterest at all without seeing your cookies. And I mean, <laughs> you just, I just know, you know how some decorators just have such a style, like, you know, Georgianne, Lila Lola has her style, mm-hmm. and Callie has hers, and so many other people, like, you know, Stephanie from the Hungry Hippopotamus. They all, you can just pinpoint their cookies from anywhere. Same thing with you. I go on Pinterest, and I'm like, oh, there's a cookie Sue made. There's one Sue made. And they are so cute. I've done that with you. Yeah, I can do it with a handful of people. Like, I, that's got to be, you know, so-and-so's cookie. And sure enough, it yeah. is. Because, yeah, they just, whether they're trying or not, it's just kind of it. It's a style that's all their own. And I love it. I absolutely love it. So when your grandchildren come to see you, do they help you decorate? They, let's see, um, they sort of do. When I went to, sometimes they're not that interested in decorating. They just like to eat them or watch. But most of the time when I've gone to my um, the older kids, my oldest one, is she's just turned 13 and she and the six year old, it depends on what their likes or dislikes. They helped. They did some cookies. They they decorated some and they had a good time and were pretty proud of their I took some pictures of them with them. And I did do a collaboration with two of my grandsons with the um, um what is the name of that diary of a wimpy kid and i put that on there i just did the lined paper and then they did the the drawings and they happened to be really spot on with drawing and so they did them gee just like the the book i was like wow you guys are good yeah, and it was just the markers, the edible markers, so it worked out really well. It's like if I ever get a big order, you guys can come help me decorate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I was like, we have to do another one. Now, speaking of grandchildren, how many grandchildren do you have? I have 12 from 13 down to 1. That's so, so fun. <laughs> seven grandsons and five granddaughters. So it is really fun. I we are really enjoying our grandchildren. So that's good. And you mentioned yeah. to me right before we started that you were going to do something for uh, for Father's Day, or was it July Fourth? July Fourth. Yeah, 4th. I okay. need some cookies for July Fourth because we're getting together at the end of June, beginning of July for all twenty of us. My our three kids, the twelve grandkids, and me and my husband. And so. We're um, which doesn't happen that often because they live in three different states. Well, and they we have one that lives nearby and the other two live in different states. So um, so we get together and um, one of, is going to have a birthday on July 4th. So I thought, oh, we'll make some cookies. So, you know, oh. I'm sure it's going to be plenty of treats to go around with 4th of July. But I thought I have, I have to make some cookies to take. So I just made some simple ice cream, red, white and blue ice cream bar. And is cookie. that the one you tried to show me a second ago when yes. TC was yes. working on my computer? Yes. Let me see. Yeah. Just these, just they, they have that oh. sugary 
That sugary, so cute, right? Sugary stuff now on that, there. That makes me want to go get a popsicle right now. One of those, you know, red, <laughs> white, and blue ones. Those were yeah. always my favorite at the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love the Fourth of July. I love red, white, and blue. So yeah, red, white, and blue goes yeah, so well stuff. together. I mean, yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know if it's because we've been looking at it our whole lives or because it just goes well together. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. So when you make cookies to take, you said there's going to be how many of you together? 20 of us. How many cookies are you going to make for the 20 of you? Well, I thought of, well, I've got those. I don't always make for the adults. (laughs) I I always make for the kids, but sometimes I make for the adults because I I did make the adults some Father's Day cookies to and then um, I was have some other ones in mind. I can't remember what. I, I want to take a pinata, so that'll be fun right there, but not with cookies. Because <laughs> I also am going to make, because I bought the girls. i got to buy the boys something. I bought the girls all these little, those little Mexican embroidered dresses. Yeah. Um, with the flowers on it. So I'm going to make, I have those cookies. I'm just going to make some like that How to cute. give each one the color of their little dress. I don't know why. I just thought that I saw this little birthday party that somebody had online with all the little girls in those dresses. And I thought, oh, that's so cute. I'm just going to get down to the one-year-old up to the 13 and they all have a different color. And now I'm going to make a cookie to hand with them. But I got to get something for the boys and I can't. (laughs) Maybe a sombrero. (laughs) (laughs) Something will pop out. You'll find something that you Yeah. (laughs) Maybe just a bright t-shirt. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I think you'll find something that they're just going to go crazy for. So, And then, too, you get to spend time with them. That sounds like one of the best Fourth of July's ever because you're all going to be together. Yeah, yeah. And I and I want to make sure we get a picture because, you know, the last picture we took, we were missing the littlest one. So we need to take an, another one to get us all together. That will be so much fun. So It will be. Let me ask you, um, I heard you mention earlier you were talking to something or someone or something that was around your house named Lucy. Will you tell us about <laughs> Lucy? Because I really want uh, Lucy. <laughs> you might not want her. Let me give it to her, her to you for an hour. You might change your mind. Yeah, I won't change my mind, I promise. She's a rambunctious <laughs> yellow lab. She's three, and, you know, she's like our surrogate child since all of our children are gone. <laughs> she's a little more than we bargained for. She's pretty mellow when she's just around here with me but when she sees Jim she knows he's going to either take her on a hike and sometimes I go also or he's going to take her to the beach and throw the frisbee with her which is she's she's crazy good at that she catches it every time it's like a little ring thing he throws and she'll jump in the air to get it and she goes she's like obsessed over it so so she knows that she's going to get to do that and even if we're in the car and she's on the way there she she kind of hyperventilates on the way and goes <laughs> berserk like you would think she's gonna keel over but oh my goodness so that's her but we, she's sweet but with me she's just calm and I just pet her in the day and then as soon as I I see her run to the front window and her tail start going I know oh Jim's home yeah it's easier <laughs> I bet her catching the frisbee like that draws a crowd do people just stand it, around it and watch does. it actually does people even take yeah. videos I'm kind of surprised but yeah, I mean, that's that's incredible because, you know, the dogs are just, the, they're so amazing. I love them. So. Oh, yes, me too. I love dogs. We love dogs. So has she ever, I, I don't have a dog right now. Okay. I had three dogs and we had them since they were from the time they were puppies until they got 
very old and they passed away. And so I don't have one right now. And oh, okay. we were talking about your grandkids. Let me tell you about my grandson. <laughs> I love okay. him so much. His name is Trip. He's five right now, getting ready to turn six. And he said to me, his mom and them were here. They live in Georgia now. And when they were here right before they moved, he said, Nana, he said, I have an idea for you. And I said, okay, what's your idea? He said, I hear you say that you want a dog. He said, uh -huh. all you've ever said to me is you want a dog. And I said, well, I think I've said a little bit more than that. And he said, no, you want a dog. He said, so he said, your dog, Kendall, died. And I said, yes, unfortunately, Kendall died. He said, did Kendall go to heaven? And I said, I would like to think so. You know. Uh -huh. And he <laughs> said, well, if you die right now, you don't have to get another dog. You can just be in heaven with Kendall. Aww. And me and me and Annie, his mom, just, we like, just busted out laughing. We're like, okay, so he wants me to die. <laughs> he's so concerned that you have that puppy dog that he's, he's willing to let you go. The way that he thinks. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say that he just doesn't understand that I would rather be here with him and go to heaven when God wants me to come home. But it's not today. Today, we're going to play in the creek, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love you more than the, the dog, okay? It was so funny. And Annie said, I can't believe he said that. I said, but to him, that was a solution to make me happy. I said, uh, but I'm uh, so happy here right now that, you know, yeah, a dog would be beneficial because I love them. But now Alan and I can kind of travel a little bit and don't have to worry about, you know, finding someone to sit with true. it. And we did that for like 13 years because that's how long we had dogs. And now the kids uh -huh. are grown and they've all moved out and they all have great jobs and great lives. I'm so proud of mm -hmm. them. And yeah. I don't have to worry about a dog when, you know, I go somewhere. Now, that could change today. It could change <laughs> tomorrow. But right now, you know, it's just me and Alan and... You know, things like Cookie Con. I'm looking forward to going to that and I don't have to, you know, find a sitter. Yeah, so that's true. That's a big deal to yeah. kind of pain in the neck. But I'm yeah. also not getting the kisses when I come home. You know, <laughs> when you come home and your dog is so happy to see you. Yeah. I mean, nothing yeah. compares. It's just like, yeah. oh my goodness. You missed me. <laughs> I think you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish I could get Alan to look at me that way. And sometimes I wish I could look at him that way. You know, I mean, we get along great, but dirty dishes in the sink and muddy <laughs> shoes by the door, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes Jim will come in. Hi, sweetie. And I think he's talking, he's talking to the dog. Oh. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Here. <laughs> that is so funny. It'll eventually get to me, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask you. I know that you bake a lot of cookies for your family, you know, and friends. It seems like you're always baking cookies for family and friends. Do you do anything else with your cookies? Is there like somebody that you just deliver them to or anything like that? Well, I have done, you know, as a, as a zillion cookies have done the um, um, different causes. Like I did the um, icing smiles. I've made a few times. They've um, Usually it's cakes that they have. They make... Um, have cake bakers. It's quite a big organization for 
sick kids maybe in the hospital or even at home and yeah they just want a really nice special cake but they also do cookies so um three times i've been contacted by them and, and i send cookies out you don't meet the people or anything it's just and it's a child and they're sick or have some um long-term illness and you just send them the kind of cookies that they wanted sometimes they'll say whatever kind you want or they'll say a specific like Sesame Street or this or that. And so then you just mail it to them in a nice little frilly package. And then um, so that and, you know, the Gobo Foundation and yeah. I've um, and then the ALS for that. And I think I did it. If I, I could have maybe been. No, I did. I think I did it. If I didn't, I told her it's not going to be there in time, but I'll send money. <laughs> I've done it a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. So, um, and then um, I have wanted to start, and now that I'm retired, I wanted to do um, with the grandkids. I was thinking somehow when we get together or when they come here to do kind of like a lemonade stand, but with cookies. And I have this old tea cart that my parents, um, when they first got married, um years ago they got married in 1947 they're both gone but their old neighbor mr day made this tea cart and i have the tea cart that he made you know from scratch and i wanted to like paint it up and kind of make it into a little lemonade thing and sell cookies even in the front of the grocery store or something for just different causes maybe that alex is um that little girl that had cancer on lemonade stand or my sister and mom both died of ovarian cancer so i thought of doing something for ovarian cancer and just since I know the, the people at the grocery store and I'm, if I set it up there and just kind of do that. So I know I have time and I think I can can do that because I want to do something with them that's, you know, the grandkids can only eat so many. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they don't care to try to test yeah. them all for you. But yeah, I think the lemonade stand, I think that sounds great because what I want people to see with the power of a cookie podcast, it, there is power in cookies, but there's power in anything that people are passionate about and want to, you know, focus on and do something good. So you don't have to go out and change the world and make millions of dollars. It would be nice if we all could, you know, right. but you don't have to do things that, you know, millions of dollars. What you're talking about right there in front of the grocery store with the lemonade stand, I mean, that's that's beautiful to me because that's what you're passionate about and you'll raise money to help fight cancer. So right. that's like, that's the most powerful thing ever. Thank you for doing that. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, now that'll motivate me to get it going because I wanted to do it in a little tea cart just sitting there. So uh, paint it bright yellow and put up a little the little sign, have, help the kids, grandkids help me make it. And I just think that would be fun for them also to do something like that. And it's summertime is a good time to start. So I think so, too. And, uh, and kids and people are just drawn to cookies, decorated cookies. I know. <laughs> and, um, you know, at least I am. It does seem like they are. And so I'd like to do something like that. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful thing. And, and like I said, you're going to, you know, be like so many other women and men that use their talent and use sugar, you know, to change the world. I mean, there's nothing yeah. like a good cookie to change the world, right. you know. <laughs> use sugar in a good way. I try not Love to go overboard. Sugar. <laughs> Love sugar in a good way. Okay. Yeah. This is a question that I thought... I don't know when I thought of it, but it was sometime during this podcast. What is the weirdest cookie you've ever been asked to make? Hmm. 
I haven't really been asked to make many weird cookies. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. Weird cookies. I really haven't been asked to make weird cookies. Okay. Just, just you know, wedding cookies and so, birthday cookies for kids. <laughs> so nothing, nothing too bizarre. Okay. So what's the most beautiful cookie you've been that you think you've made? What's the prettiest cookie? Or your favorite cookie, I guess. Cookie. One of the prettiest cookies I think it was pretty was um, when the friend got married. And it was just like a plaque cookie. And it was kind of had gold. Um, I like putting that gold painting it on. Yes. The cookie. And it was, and it just said love in the middle. And then it just had some little flowers and um that and they they all really she really really liked it she just told me her colors and she said I could do whatever I wanted and it was just kind of a casual type wedding but I wanted you know to make cookies for her because she wanted cookies and I I said oh no that'll be my gift you don't have to pay for him so I'll just make the cookies and so that was one another one that I really liked is for when I made one for my uh for Mother's Day and it was instead of doing um icing those little cute little roses rosebuds with the icing that are pretty simple you just go around like that i i rolled up some the cookie the colored cookie dough and kind of tried to do the same effect with little little cookies on it instead of icing roses i put little tiny rolled up cookie roses on there and i really like that effect for some reason and it was bright pink so i really like that color oh i like that i think that's really good um I, I think that anytime you color dough, I'm really mm-hmm. into the color dough. And anytime mm-hmm. that you color dough, I think it just, it does something. I don't know. It just makes, I don't know. It just gives your cookies depth or something. I just, I yeah. think it's beautiful. So yeah, it kind of did have a 3D effect because I had the royal icing on the cookie, but then on the cookie. And then I used royal icing for the leaves, but the, just the little roses in the corners. I just put the little tiny um cookies little tiny cookies basically but they look like roses so. i think that's awesome behind you i don't know if and i've explained this on the podcast before um you and i can see each other because we're on skype but we're recording <laughs> this on GarageBand, so that's kind of how my podcast is set up but behind you i see a lot of beautiful beautiful cake stands so do you mm-hmm. decorate decorate cakes as well I, I do once in a while decorate cakes and once in a while I have had them on the blog. I haven't, I need to get back to my blog. I've been lazy since I've gone to Instagram. So um, I love Instagram. I love the blog because it's like your home, your little home base, you know, plus yes. it's where I met everybody on my blog and yep. feel like when you go there, it's like your little space, you know, in the, on the internet. <laughs> and, um, but I did make cakes. I kind of like to make little smaller ones and, you see all the cakes. I really want to make a cake with, um, you know, those confetti cakes. With yes. The cake itself is confetti, and then it has, like, the pink icing, and then it has all the sprinkles on the outside with the, the ruffles. And I really have that in my mind one of these days. I, I need to make one of those just for the heck of it. I think those else. are beautiful. I think that you are just going to rock this out of the world. I mean, I think it's going to be gorgeous. So, um these cookies that you made, I just pulled up my phone. You made these apple pie wedge cookies. Those oh, things mm-hmm. look so good. I mean, 
like. And you know what? They really did taste like apple pie. They really? were really because good. They had in them um, apple butter and just that apple butter and the spices pretty much made it. Oh my gosh. And it was, it was kind of a chewy cookie. And so it was really surprisingly yeah. good. I had seen that. I bought a cookie book probably at a thrift store a long time ago and it had that recipe in there. Uh-huh. And I always wanted to make because I thought it looked really cool in the in the pan. I like that in the pan. And the I, don't, I don't know if I've seen anybody do that. I think you were the first one that I saw that did it in the pan like that. And how did you make the little, I, I know I should have read your blog. I'm sorry. I was looking oh, at it okay. and I may have read it that part and forgot because, you know, you know what the flu does to your brain. So <laughs> how did you do the little, um, the seed look in there? I mean, that was so cool. Well, I had the uh, little Atiko, I think that's how you say it, kit. Uh-huh. And it has the the little raindrops teardrops or whatever it is and all graduated sizes and that was the teeniest tiniest one i just used that for the i thought oh that looks like a little seed i'll I mean, just put that in there and it's so cute now yeah, so out. i love that i absolutely love that because it's different like i said it's something that you know you just don't see every day and the little camper cookies that you made with a smiley face <laughs> oh my gosh how cute are those ah so yeah. cute. I'm kind of attached to the smiley faces. I, I try, I thought, okay, <laughs> you can't put them on everything. You know, let's make, okay, so I didn't put them on these ice cream bar cookies. So I was proud of myself. Yeah. So why <laughs> because can't you have put them on sugar, everything? So you can't really put it that great on candied sugar. It's like, but why I can't you put them on everything? A smile makes everything better, right? Oh my goodness. That's so right. cute. I, so when I see other people, you know, that make those because I didn't start out making the faces on them. And then I saw other people and they were just so cute. I just couldn't help myself. I agree. I think it's just incredible. Okay. I'm looking at my phone. Did you make these two cakes? The Sesame Street? Can you see them? Oh, yes. Uh, No, I did not. Okay. You know who made those? The cookbook queen, Kristen. These are so cute. Aren't they adorable? Yeah, they are. They are absolutely adorable. I like them because they're kind of her version of the of the characters, you know. I do too. That's what I like is because it's not one hundred percent what you've seen on, you know, on anything. She just she right. made her own version, and I thought these are just so cute. Yeah. I love your gingerbread stuff. Your gingerbread faces, a gingerbread body. You've made gingerbread houses. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, That's if cute. Sue ever builds a gingerbread town. I would get Ann York to go with her and do, you know, her stuff on there. And we could all just live there happily ever after. That would be so fun. I really do want to make a, one time I saw somebody had made, well, I have about six gingerbread books and gosh, they're so ambitious. Those gingerbread um, aficionados. And one of them had, um, you can do like a little bakery you know, make like a little room and then put the little table with the little baking things. And I thought, wow, you could, maybe I should do that sometimes. Spend a, you know, not do it all in one day. Just spend a week at Christmas time and just have a loads of fun making a gingerbread bakery. Now, that would be fun to get your grandkids to help you with. Let them it each would. do it their would. own and then put yeah, it together. That would be, addition. yeah, that would be beautiful. And That's I mean, take pictures, idea. that'd be memories forever. 
Yes, that's a great idea. I know I do like to make memories because my, you know, my mother, like I said, when she died of ovarian cancer and none of my kids, they don't remember my mother at all because my oldest was five. So I really do try to make memories with them because I really want them to remember grandma loved you and to remember grandma. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but now they're getting older, so they hopefully they'll remember. Yeah. So, but that's, but that's memories in the kitchen are memories that you'll have forever. I know I do. My grandmother taught me, you know, so many little things too, you know, Mm -hmm. not just the big Mm -hmm. things, but she taught me little things and it's things that I carry with me all the time, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think if you did something like that with your grandkids, I think you're encouraging me to do something like that with my grandkids. (laughs) So I think that would be so much fun. So yeah, what big plans do you have in the future for cookies? Do you have anything or I know that you were telling us about projects. Is there any big project that you want to tackle or? I think it would be fun to do the classes because people have asked me like a couple, why don't you, you know, do classes and show us how to, how you decorate and how to do that so we can do it. And that seems kind of like an easy, fun route, you yeah. know, to go. Cause I like to do it. I, I don't really like to sell them because it stresses me out, but <laughs> I I like to um, you know to give them and I and I like to share them and I think it would be fun to to do like a small at least start with just a small intimate you know six to eight people and just show them how to to make cookies. I know my old, my niece that you know an adult she's a grandma herself. Um, she. She's asked before, and her and two of my great nieces. So, yeah, I just need to do it. It's just have to find the time where everybody can do it. Yeah, but that would be really fun. Did you hear the podcast with Ann York? She, I did. She is doing that ebook that tells oh. how to prepare for a class, and she oh. gives you everything oh, in, man, in this that would that. help you, you know, pull everything together so that way, especially for the first-time classes or whatever, I I would use it every time I decorate, I mean, every time I taught a class, but it's going to have everything just kind of laid out where you're going to be so prepared for a class that you're not going to forget anything. And Oh, I'm definitely going to gonna buy that, me purchase too. that, because... Organization is not my strong point. Well, but even <laughs> organization can be your strong point. But if it's not something that you do every day, like a cookie class, I'm right. sure there are things that we can totally forget, you know. Oh, oh yeah. So something, it, would, it would be something big, too, when they all sat down and go, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I got to make the icing. <laughs> oh, no. And that, yeah, let's let's get some icing. <laughs> yeah. So I, oh, I'm definitely going to look into purchasing that because that would be a big help. I won't have to think, start from scratch. I now, with go fl- from there. With flu brain here, you know, the flu, like I said, it totally, it took me to a place I didn't want to be. But I could have swore that Anne said the book would be ready in June. So it should be... Well- it should okay. be available for purchase. If it's not already, then it should be available soon. Pretty so soon. I'm definitely oh, going to hop on over as soon as we get off here and see if I can buy it. Because, I mean, who wouldn't want that? Even if you just did like Christmas cookie parties yeah. or things like that, it would just be so beneficial to have everything kind of laid out. Because Anne is so prepared. I think that she would carry me oh, through yeah. everything that I need, you know? She is, yes. She's, I know my daughter at Christmas, she... The one with the six kids, no doubt, no less. She may brought 
um, gingerbread houses that she hand baked for um, all of the big kids. And I think it was eight gingerbread houses, regular size, for them to wow. to decorate. I said, "How did you make all that?" She's good. <laughs> Made me feel like a wimp. And then, um, <laughs> and she had icing. So and some candy. Mostly, I just bought the candy, but. Yeah, so so they were able to do that because I was ready just to buy the kits. Yeah, did did she bring them assembled or did the kids? She didn't bring them assembled, but we assembled them at night, the night before they were going to decorate them. But see, that's, um, so that they can just decorate. But see, that's a huge part, you know, seeing them flat in a box and then actually standing. I mean, I know kids love that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to make a gingerbread house today. You've. <laughs> You and your daughter have totally inspired me. <laughs> yeah, I do like gingerbread. I guess you can make gingerbread yeah, any time of the year. I definitely, I love gingerbread. I mean, it's just so good. When I see in the store those little gingerbread, I guess they're little Debbie cakes, the little gingerbread men that come out, you know. Oh, uh -huh. oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, tis the season to eat gingerbread. This is so, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Sue, I guess I better let you go so you can get on with everything. I really and truly wish people could have seen us trying to get this podcast going because <laughs> I just, I, I dropped the ball everywhere. So. <laughs> no, you did. You did well. I was, I'm glad that you here. I thought I wasn't going to be able to use the microphone and that was pretty simple. It's 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 pretty simple. Just so plug it in. For those of you that don't know, I send a Yeti microphone and headphones to people, and it's really cool because you know it, it just it gives is. you a better sound. You know, so oh, I'm glad yeah. that I'm glad that you got yours working, and I just wish I could have got the podcast working sooner. So I apologize for that. That's okay, no problem. Yeah, I feel very professional with this professional looking microphone right here. So. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick, and I apologize okay. up front. So if, oh, okay. if you do make that lemonade stand where you're going to sell cookies, will you put pictures on Facebook or something where we can oh, all see Oh, you bet it? I will. Oh, yes, I will. And when you collect the money, are you giving it to a specific charity? Like you said it was for cancer. Are you going to give it to mm -hmm. a specific branch or, you know, where can we make a donation? I probably would. I probably would um, give it to start with children. Okay. Children. Will you, children will you share yeah. that information with us? Oh, sure. Because once, oh, you, definitely will. once you get it going, I would love to make a donation to that because, you know, cancer is just one of those things. I just found out one of my neighbors has, they called it progressive cancer. She had had surgery and stuff. So she's starting a whole new treatment and cancer Cancer's a scary thing, you know. It is scary, you know. I've, I've seen people survive. I mean, my mother first had it when I was eight, and she, you know, lived, and that was um, breast cancer, and she overcame that. So I wasn't worried at all when I was eight. You know, you just think, oh, you go in the hospital and get fixed and come out, because cancer didn't seem as rampant as it is now. So, but then, you know, she got it later. But um, so, yeah, it seems like everybody knows at least some someone or a relative that that has cancer and you know and little children it's just so sad when uh, especially little children when they get it because they're just they're such troopers they don't really understand what's going on and they just go with the flow and sad so you so can I, use your good. beautiful cookies and your artwork to really 
make this like, I mean, you, you can change some lives, you know, and, and allow us to help donate to the cause, you know, so thank you, Lisa. like I said, thank you for doing that because to me, that's mm-hmm. absolutely huge. So I'll be, I'll be sure and do it. Now I'm just going to paint my little cart. My husband probably think you don't paint. You know how he's he's of the thing with the wood is wood or whatever. I'm like, I like to paint the wood. I like to paint everything. <laughs> if it doesn't move, paint it. That's my motto. Yeah. <laughs> Painting That's is so fun. So, well, thank you for coming here and being part of the power of a cookie. Like I said, you have no idea how many lives you've touched just by the comments you leave and how kind and sweet you are every time i turn around i see something just like from you online that's just it's amazing you you comment you like you share i mean you are such a huge person in our cookie world and i hope you realize that you're you're so kind i mean the people all the cookie people are so nice i know you get into that community (laughs) and then you know, at first when I was just blogging and everybody just comments and, and, and they all just say nice things and you're, you know, just really make you feel good. And um, and then you get to, you feel like you know them. Like, it seems like the first ones were um, Callie, Sweet Sugar Bell, and Bridget, and then Megan, uh, the decorated cookie, Bridget, Bake at 350, and then you came along, and yeah, and you just always connect. You go to each other's blogs, and you comment, and you really feel like you get to know the person through their their posts, what they say in their posts, and yes. just seeing them, and them commenting, and you really feel like, you know, you're actual friends, and so it's, it's nice to, to actually talk to a cookie friend yeah and um i've really enjoyed it so i appreciate you having me on here well i appreciate you being here because you are seriously uh, you are the power of a cookie you're encouraging and you know your creativity just shines in everything that you do and i love seeing your work i mean your instagram i i could just go on there and stay for hours (laughs) oh well i love your videos i need to get into to videos I have one video that was horrible. It was for um, um, the gender reveal, and I I kept saying I was going to have it, so I thought, I just have to do it. No matter, I don't have the right equipment or anything. So I actually had my phone taped to a broom handle, <laughs> and it was like horrible lighting. It was in the evening, and I'm, and I'm just like, I'm doing, made my skin look red and everything, and I but I did it. I said, I promised you guys, and this looks horrible, but I'm doing my video here to reveal my 12th grandchild is a girl. So, Aww. Well, you know, I think we're always our worst critics. I think that if, if somebody professional came in and shot a video for each and every one of us, I think everybody else would watch it and say, oh, that's amazing. And we would watch it and say, oh, my gosh, look at that freckle on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would find something to not be happy about. So yeah, probably. <laughs> so or, I think yeah. your video is amazing. I love <laughs> and I love watching videos. And so um, I'm planning on doing a whole lot more. This is another um, little secret to what I'm working on. So oh, I plan okay. on doing a whole lot of different videos oh, coming yeah, up. I'm excited. And I'm working on tweaking it a little bit. So you're going to see a change. And I hope you guys oh, like what, what I'm, I'm sure doing. I will. I and my so. grandkids love to watch your videos. They love to watch <laughs> cookie videos. They really do. That's so sweet. Especially my oldest granddaughter. She really 
oh, let's watch another one. Oh, so. that's so sweet. I'll tell you the story and then we'll go. My daughter-in-law sent me a text and she reads her kids a book, you know, every night before they go to sleep. And so my granddaughter, Brooke, she said, Brooke, what book do you want me to read? She said, I'll go get it. So she takes off running and goes down the hall into um, another bedroom and she comes back with my cookie book. And she handed it to Annie and she said, I want you to read this. Oh, that's perfect. I thought that was so sweet. And then Annie said, then I realized she got it off the top shelf. She's three. She got it off the top shelf of the bookshelf. She said, so she had to climb that thing to get it. I'm like, well, put it down low where she can reach it. But yeah. Huge. They look at cookie books and they look at videos. We watch videos on Instagram. So I think it's great that these kids are, are you know, watching people be creative and express yeah. themselves. I think it's great. So you're going to have a good helper. And you have a number one fan already, I see there. I think so. I hope so. So they're going to come and stay with me soon for a week. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I can't wait. This living in different states is not working for me. I know. Isn't that hard? (laughs) Yes. It is tough. And my one, I mean, I can at least drive to the southern Utah, but the other one, they're in Kansas and I I fly. I mean, I could drive, but I'm not going to drive. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Well, you know what? At least we have things now like Skype and FaceTime oh, and yes, and definitely. all that where we can see them. So yeah, we live in a good time. Great. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine true. my grandparents when, you know, their kids move to a different state because, I mean, you either got a letter or a phone call. So I now at least we can still see their face, you know? That's true. That's so. true. And their antics. Oh, yeah. Love those. Love but those. letters still are fun once in a while. Yeah, I I do like to visit and get hugs. Hugs are the best. So, oh yeah, aren't they? Yes. (laughs) Well, if if I could, I would hug you right now, Sue. (laughs) Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Yourself virtually hugged. Yes, virtual hug. Oh, that felt great. (laughs) So. Thank you. Thank for- you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I feel like oh, I met one of my cookie heroes. I today. know. I love this. One of these days I may just show up in California and I'll be lost and I'll call and say, Sue, come find me. <laughs> and then we'll have wow. a cookie love together. Well, thank you, Sue, for joining us on The Power of Cookies. You. you guys are watching or listen to the um, the Power of a Cookie podcast here on the barefootbaker.com. Come back anytime and, and hear from your heroes. So thanks, Sue. Thanks for listening to The Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.